0: Brad
1: and Court talk sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Fillory, folks. Hey there, everybody! Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast. Brad and Court talk. I'm Brad,
0: and I'm Court. Welcome back, Fillorians and Brick Billions alike.
1: I, I, you know, we just went to uh, Fillory for like what was it, a day? When we come back, yeah. and it's been like yeah. a month and a half or so. What happened?
0: Yeah, what's up with that? I mean.
1: That time. See, you th- forgot
0: to take the ham sandwich, Brad.
1: I, I know. I'm just my bad. Jeez, just Next gone time. for gone for a little bit. Come back. It's like six episodes later. Hmm.
0: Yeah, we missed the apocalypse. What? Uh, what's up? I, the moon moved.
1: I know. I saw that. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Yeah, we've been having some things going on. So that's where we've been. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Before we jump into this, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. And you can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can they reach us?
0: Well, you can find us. Uh, we can find me on Twitter at jendev and uh, he's over on Instagram as Ramblin' Brad. You can find our Facebook groups. We have a couple of those. We have our Brad and Court Talk Peer Phantom podcast. We have our Van Helsing podcast that still has lots and lots of people trying to join in. Um, we'll get back more active with that as the show gets closer to coming back for the next season Uh, i believe there definitely are still people over there just chit-chatting away so go ahead and while away the days of hiatus um and i believe liz and meg they also have their uh space cowboys group which is basically the for the roswell show over on cw like it's amazing and they've been having a podcast that they've been doing for a while so if you haven't heard that and watch the show go check out both of those things it's pretty well done
1: that's not the show, it's not the group about the uh, the movie with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and James Gardner and uh, all those people in it, Clint Eastwood. I'm
0: pretty sure that that's a different yeah. group. Yeah. And I have to go and double check the name. I think it's uh, Pure Fandom, something with Roswell. I'll check it before we go. <laughs> but the podcast that they do is called Space Cowboys.
1: Yeah, Space Cowboys is actually a pretty funny movie too. If you want to watch that from 19, <laughs> from nineteen, from 19 <laughs> two thousand, yeah. <laughs>
0: 192,000. Okay. <laughs> okay, Boomer.
1: <laughs> a lot of them in there. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, so, what was this episode about?
0: Oh, uh, this episode had quite a few things going on. Uh, it was Garden Variety Homicide, episode 508. Uh, we had uh, a couple of new characters in there. Uh, someone that we met last week during the episode that we didn't really talk about. Mm
1: -hmm. You want to mention some of that stuff from like the previous week? Yeah. uh,
0: Like I said, we had a whole apocalypse that, that we completely missed. Julia thought it was the apocalypse that the pig man came and told her about. And then was like, well, you can't do this because you're a chick." So bye. And, uh, yeah, they thought that magic was like going on a billion and it was messing everything up and they figured out, okay, well we need to move the moon. And that, of course, ended up having consequences. But we got a really awesome episode where Margot and Elliot had a little Groundhog's Day thing going on. I uh-huh. felt bad for them, especially for Elliot, because right. he thought he had the monster coming back in his head. Like, like that, I feel like that was my favorite episode of the ones we haven't talked about yet.
1: It was. And I liked it because they had the little, you know, Groundhog Day thing going on and how they just, you know, it was working. And Margo had it going on. She, you know, mm-hmm. knew to talk to the whales. Yep. That went well.
0: <laughs> and it did not go well. <laughs> and meanwhile,
1: Elliot was all like tormented because he kept seeing the words written in a pleasant red and <laughs> writing, only to find out that it was actually um, Carlton in his head.
0: Uh, he, if only he could have done that less creepy.
1: Well, he explained he thought he was being less creepy by whispering his name so he didn't disturb him. And yeah, it was kind of, I liked it. It
0: was <sighs> Yeah, my other favorite part of that episode was that Josh got to say, Release the Kraken. Yeah, Like that was cool.
1: I like the guy coming out of the water. Are you the Kraken? Because mm-hmm. you really don't know. <laughs> it's
0: just one right, of those, You uh, don't know. That could have been God. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and they do meet another god in the happy, happy land.
0: Yes. Oh, God, yes. That was really cool. Uh, we left the Dean there, and then we thought the Dean came back, but it was not the Dean.
1: Mm-hmm. It was Dean. So that uh, was pretty good. Uh, what was that? Uh, World 17, I believe it was, or something like that? Yep. Homicidal <laughs> fog.
0: Yeah, and we thought Todd died, but it wasn't our Todd. It was a different Todd, so it's okay. Yes, even though that Todd was pretty inappropriate and Margo is pissed.
1: Right. And uh, Penny lost his ability to uh, read minds, thus losing his ability to teleport.
0: Yeah, he can't travel for right now.
1: He did try it once in a time loop and ended up in a wall. Yeah.
0: I mean, but he was going to come back anyway because time loop.
1: Yeah, it didn't work out well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I think we're all caught up.
1: Well, we had the whole thing between Margo and... uh, josh that was going on you know she oh
0: god and we found out something kind of happened between uh josh and finn
1: yeah just a little bit because they all I mean, had uh, uh leprosy it was leprosy. josh's time <laughs> like of the month throbbing. right <laughs> yeah. uh it was a double moon so yeah they were all going to turn into werewolves and
0: yeah yeah. Uh, yeah that was a cool episode too yes a lot of, them. Uh, and we got to meet the Dark King, and of course he has a flirty-flirty thing going on with our L. Mm-hmm. These really
1: kind of weird, darklish thing.
0: Yeah, but is he really bad? Yeah. I have questions after this week's episode.
1: I'm saying yes because he is responsible for the takers that are taking children, because he's using the gold to bring them to life. Yeah.
0: There's like it, a- it was very pumpkin heady, like. Yeah. How they were popping up. Right. You think? Yeah.
1: And then he... It was cool. The graphics were amazing. Right. They pop up and then he kills them off, you know, on live TV because that's how you do it.
0: Not a reality show, man. I'm the king, baby. Right.
1: So, it's uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. And they were hunting down the uh, fairies.
0: Yeah. Poor fairies. They can't catch a break even though they did still Finn's baby.
1: Right. Uh, But the whole story of Margot was uh, changed a little bit after they left.
0: It's been 300 years. She went
1: from the uh, nice benefactor to the evil woman who started the whole thing, basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Those damn Earth kids right. always ruining something.
1: Those children of Earth.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And speaking <laughs> of children, the, the takers are taking the children. Margot is the one who knows exactly what they need to do to stop it. they got to kill the king.
0: Kill the king, baby.
1: Right. And I have to mention, though, Julia's in Fillory. When was she in Fillory ever? I can't remember when.
0: I can't remember. Yeah, she's been in Fillory before. A couple of seasons ago, I think when she was hiding out from her rapist. Okay. Or when she was recovering from all that. Okay, I could. She's been there before, though. I could, but she's not one of the main people who goes.
1: Right, I, I didn't remember when she was there because it's never. She's always been a, a earthbound Julia. So,
0: yeah, mostly because she didn't get into break bills at one time.
1: Right. Well, that'll do it to you. So.
0: Right. But she had to repay the favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot and Elliot, they, they came to help her with the apocalypse and everything when they were handling things for Fillory. So now it's her turn to pay them back.
1: Yeah, because they saved the wrong world.
0: Right. Because Pig Dude went to Todd to get him to do the epic adventure. And Todd's like, "Uh, this is a of pig read, so I brought it to you.
1: I liked it that Todd had a song that went with it, but he didn't remember all the words.
0: Because <laughs> it was so Todd. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. She's just like, you can stop now. I'll take this. I got it. <laughs> uh, On this episode, I was really wondering when Elliot was going to tell everybody about Carlton or at least tell Margo about him.
0: Yeah, but how do you bring that up? Uh, oh, I have this dude who's living in my head. I'm not really crazy, though. Right. So,
1: yeah. I don't know. How do you bring that up?
0: Uh, You wait until your best friend Freaky Friday's you and then she finds out by herself. Hey, there Over you go. up, dude.
1: That'll work. <laughs> uh, and they do that and they switch sides, which was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Um, I like that uh, Carlton got to act as kind of a Sereno C- de Bergerac. Right. Because he knew all the memories and stuff. So, hey, I need you to do this.
1: Well, I love the fact that how they were starting this out with uh, Julia. Uh, now, Margot just pulled out this flask and immediately Elliot took it and drank it. And she's like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's her fault though you can't wave a flask in front of Elliot and not expect him just to drink it without asking questions uh,
1: no not at all they, they switch over and they're going through the whole thing where she's like we can't tell anybody or they can't swap back and I was like hold on Carlton knows I guess he's not doesn't count he in doesn't
0: count because I feel like he's already in Elliot's head
1: I did love the fact that Margo called him Tyler Durden
0: oh god yes <laughs> that's cool <laughs>
1: And, yeah, and the whole thing with Josh was going to try to talk to Margo, and that was going to be interesting.
0: Yeah. Like, do you feel like Elliot said the things that Margo can't say, or he still doesn't get that Margo kind of changed while he was the monster?
1: I think he tried to do it. I mean, well, Josh did say at one t- point in time that, you know, he said exactly – at first he didn't think that um, – uh, El Argo – Elargo? Elliot, El was messing with Josh, saying she needs time to forgive herself and everything else. And he's like, "Who are you?" Because <laughs> he catches on, and he's like, "You're not right." And then she basically tells him, you know, that he needs to uh, go away. Or mm-hmm. know, she did it on purpose because he, he wasn't buying any that she was saying because she was too agreeable, right? And refused to help her until she explained it more, right? Uh. I, that was a really fun thing, watching them, how they changed their, the way they were talking and everything else. That was really great. I love that whole thing. Now, we actually had, so we had Elgar with Josh, and we had Melliot talking to Seb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it gave him the wrong spell to kind of wake everybody up at the castle. seems they all fell mm-hmm. back asleep because that was uh, one of the things that Julia and Finn was doing. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Oh, Finn and Julia. They uh we gotta talk about that.
0: Yes, we do. Uh
1: they uh Julia's feeling a little weird and under the weather lately and needed to get a test done. Which
0: Yeah, she wanted to pee on a plant. Yeah.
1: And no, it's not that simple. It's a it's a rabbit. The rabbits know everything. Mm-hmm. Bragnet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You want to send one of those to Penny? Let him know. Pregnant? Uh, no, not right now.
1: Julia's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to point out the fact that the actress herself is actually pregnant, and I love. She's the very,
0: w- very pregnant, and I was wondering if they were going to write it in.
1: I love the way they were doing this because you know, Fid's like, "You got to decide what you want to do." She's like, "I got plenty of time for this." Oh no, no, you don't. It's Red Monkey Month. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. So she's just going to pop back up on Earth and be like, hey, here we go. Ready to go. You ready?
1: (laughs) But I I love the fact that since it's Red Monkey Month, all their shooting, no matter how long it took, will explain every time we see her why she keeps getting more pregnant. Uh huh. It's perfect. It's genius. I love it. It's the best writing ever. It beats her standing behind things for like the entire season.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was worried. I mean, it's it's okay when shows do it, but when they get really creative and they do shit like this, it's awesome. Like, you just didn't have her wearing bulky clothes wanting us to pre- pretend, oh, she's not pregnant. It's okay. Well,
1: well it was like that, uh, Was I think it was this, almost the final season of Lost Girl, I think, where Anna Silk was pregnant, and the entire time, yeah. she was never fighting anybody, but she was always behind something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've seen those shows where they've had pregnant bellies hidden behind vases. Yeah, like, she, stop it, y'all.
1: Yeah, I think she was lost for, like, a couple episodes, too, and it was just lost.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: so. So, yes, we're, we're keeping that under reps, but it is Red Monkey Month. I really want a calendar of all the months in Fillory. Yes. And I think somewhere out there, somebody probably has it because I th- wasn't it like Wild Squirrel Monkey or something, Wild Squirrel or something the other month. Finn said what it was. We just, we need to find out. <laughs> I want to
0: start. Yes, they need to get on top of that.
1: I need to find out what month I was born in. Um, where are we at here? Where we get knocked back. Julius.
0: Pregnant. Pregnant. pregnant.
1: <laughs> now, Meliet is uh, questioning Seb on summoning the takers into the Fillory. Mm-hmm. While Elgaro, <laughs> Elargo, Elargo, is trying to use a dowsing rod because Josh gave up on her. <laughs> And at one point, she does actually slip up about not being Margot, or he slips up about not being Margot. Yep. And then lays into Josh, but Josh never really kind of caught it. And we
0: know, yeah, because he sounds like Margot when he when he says what he says. Right. It was a total Margot thing to say.
1: It was. It was a total Margot thing, and we got to see how the repercussions of that lie, because yeah, yeah, she still has things for uh, Josh. So now the signal comes and LRO doesn't actually kill sub the candle turning colors, but she, I don't know how she missed him. She, cause she was kind of falling for him too, I guess. Right. She, Margo was never one not to be stabby stabby. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, I don't know that she was falling for him, but she could, she, she one, she knows that Elliot kind of cares about this guy. And then she doesn't want to kill an, an innocent person.
1: Well, that's what I mean. She was, She was more hesitant than she was
0: falling for him. No, no, she's in love with Josh.
1: Right. I mean, but she was more hesitant than she was at the beginning when she said, we just need to kill him.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like the fact that she hesitated um, when like the candle turned green. If Julia hadn't showed up when she did, I'm not sure what was going to happen.
1: Right. She just walks in there and stabs him in the back. Pregnant. Because that's how you (laughs) do it. And now here's the thing. Um he comes back to life at the end of it. We see that he, you know, gasps for air and comes back. Is that because of his immortality? They did chop down a tree and all, or is that part of Red Monkey Month?
0: It's fillery bread. Oh, that's what
1: I'm saying. He, which one is it? I mean, there's because there's two possible things there. It's, he could have came back. It's,
0: it's some whatever. Ha, whatever is the reason why he's resurrecting these these takers. It's, not it's gonna, more related to that than the Red Monkey Month.
1: No, I'm. Yeah, it could be Red Monkey. I'm still saying.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like something else is going on with him, and he's trapped into this. Like the fact that he wanted Elliot to stay away from him, it's very important to me. Right. And yeah. like, I just want to know what's going on with this dude. Well, he was highly upset
1: about the takers taking the children, and where they taking the children, also.
0: Right, but Elliot's like, "Don't play games with me. You did this. I know you did it." I mean, he didn't really say it, but you know, I know, you know, we know, you know,
1: more or less. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just wondering where, where are the kids going? Are the kids turning into the takers Are the, are the takers taking the kids into the ground or something? Or are they eating them or there's more into this? I just, I got a feeling we'll find out more later.
0: Definitely. We have to.
1: <laughs> okay. So you, are we going back to Fillery now? Not Fillery, but back to the real world.
0: Yeah, let's get back to Brick Bills. We got a lot going on uh, back on our favorite Earth.
1: We find out like, that the page uh, oh, go ahead. yeah, we find out that the page that um Alice has of Quintins mm-hmm. has this mythical plant thing on it. Mhm. Interesting. And I forgot the name of the guy who's the botanist.
0: Is it Hamish? That that sounds wrong. It I'll does. check later.
1: Hamish is somebody else. Hamish is not right, you
0: go talk. I'm going to find.
1: Okay. So Hamish is actually from Lost Girl also. But anyhow. <laughs> uh, he kn- happens to know another botanist who might be able to help them out in identifying this wild drawing of a plant that he has. But in order to get to him, they have to pull him out of uh, – he's kind of in a band list from Dean Fogg, the original Dean uh-huh. Fogg. And yeah. they talked to the acting dean and kind of con Penny into letting a dude come up. And he was banned because he was contagious, of course. Now, the test that they do when he gets there to find out if he is contagious is chewing on a leaf that, you know, once you chew on it, it turns purple. Which is good because if he were contagious, then you'd be, uh, what was it? Uh, uncontrollably shitting spiders. Which, that sounds about right. It doesn't sound like a fun thing. Not at all. Oh, speaking of bugs, bugs, can't, I have to remember this fact that, you know, Julia finds out she's pregnant and Finn's there. And Finn says how great she is, the, like, secrets, like not telling about Elliot's fear of butterflies.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which shows up later on when he, Margo freaks out. Anyhow. <laughs> I love that part. I'm great at it. So comes to find out that the botanist dude was still kind of infected because he kind of exploded when Alice hit him with a push spell.
0: Yeah, she's like, I barely put any power behind that.
1: Yeah, but it still went there, and he kind of went dusted and, hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: which wasn't really good. Uh, seems the botanist dude had been dead for a while, and the fungus spores had spread to multiple multiple hosts as they went around the school. We got Penny and the crew go to see Dean Fogg, 17, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he has a solution, but he wants to release to give it. And, of course, you're not going to release him. He kind of gives a hand only to find out there's a, a book in the library that they do have from the person who could fix it who died. I love Fogg's threat. He said, you know, when I get out of here, I'm going to turn you all into lobsters and eat you. <laughs> Because that sounds like fun. Now, we find out a little bit more about this new botanist guy. Did you figure out his name yet?
0: Still working. Go ahead. Still
1: working on it? Okay. hmm And he gets what is up with Alice. His wife died, and he keeps his fragile little plant alive because it was her favorite. And he gives her some helpful advice on how things will be after the uh, loss and how it all kind of s- still suck, but it gets a little bit quieter. Which I guess kinda helps her. Once they get an idea on what's happening here, uh, at the library, the fungus enters Penny after they try to clear it out the one of the other hosts. So all the fungus gets it to one person and Penny's after them. Now Alice gives the fungus the page that they had because that's what the host wanted. But they have a plan for the fungus. They are busy spreading the fungus too thin in order for it to control any of the hosts because it's a multiple host thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And with that, is back, and he has a little memory of the couple coming to collect a debt from them and why they have been looking for the world seed page for a long time. I found that interesting because now everybody's actually infected with this fungus spore. Just they can't do anything. Uh-huh. But the biggest question is, what was Q doing with this page?
0: What was Q doing with anything? Well, Q always had an adventure ready to go.
1: I mean, the world seed page. It's like, could create a world, and it's, why does he have it? Where it happened? And that's pretty much where everybody's at right now. They're like, hey, uh, why? Right. Why does he have this? It's so weird.
0: Timey-wimey goodness. There's like a lost season somewhere. Like we could go back. Maybe there was another cue from another Earth. I don't right. know, Brad.
1: I had a theory, but I don't think it's panned out at all. I I thought that halfway through this, when Penny got infected by the fungus, he was going to get his like uh, mind reading skills back and everything else when he when they left.
0: I do miss that.
1: But I don't think he got it.
0: I don't think so either.
1: Which is a bummer because you know that was really kind of handy. Now he's this, now he's this guy who knows some spells.
0: I mean, sometimes that's what you got to do, Brad. Yep, that's about it. Yeah, I just like the fact that they have a botanist named Hamish. Like he's really cool. Yep. Like he's not he's not a person that you would expect, right?
1: Oh no, not at all. But he's yeah, very and, much botanist.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. And it it was interesting to watch him interact with Alice, and they can commiserate over their shared loss.
1: Yes, Hamish Bax is his name. That's it. Yes. All right. What else you got? for So
0: this he, one? he's an interesting new character. I just hope they don't kill him off immediately. And like, don't be that show. Don't yeah. kill the black guy He no. just got here.
1: Well, they don't have any problem killing off multiple people all the time. So, but you know.
0: Oh no! I know that. Like, but you just introduced him. He's kind of interesting. He's a botanist. Unexpected, right? Very cool. Where's Katie? Where's Katie?
1: Where is Katie? Hmm. Yeah, she was missing from this one, too. She's she's actually probably getting the hedges all under control after last week.
0: Oh, yeah, because Mariana came back.
1: Yeah, she tried to do it, her thing. She was trying
0: and... to F everything up. Yeah. Actually, she was the reason why the the moon got ripped in half.
1: Yeah, it was all kind of her fault. But, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's doing her own thing. She's making things work.
0: Okay.
1: All right. What else you got? Anything?
0: Nothing? pretty much head on everything i mean it was a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. um but yeah alice has started her new adventure with hamish and penny so they're going to be working on that world spore thing and i I guess maybe it'll intersect with everything that's going on philary or no it doesn't have to
1: i it's hard to say probably
0: yeah like everybody's off doing their own thing which is fine they came together again for the big battle at mid season, which I loved mm-hmm. like that was that turned everything on its ear because usually with an episode or double episodes like that, that's usually the penultimate and the finale of a season. And right. like it, it was just like, oh, yeah, we're halfway through the season, but we're going to keep going after this. It was cool.
1: Yeah. I and we got
0: a heist episode, which is always the best.
1: Yes, it is. <sighs> All right, then. Well, I don't have anything else. Uh, we will be back on a more regular schedule after this. things have calmed down a little bit.
0: Uh, Absolutely.
1: Except I got to go to the gym here after this. I did I did make a, a national record this weekend at the uh, powerlifting event. Uh, yeah, so actually I made two national records so. They Ciao. It. Uh, if you look on my Instagram page, you can see a really good fit- picture of me being really serious. The scary like, one of me it, yelling. It's kind of
0: it's, it's epic serious, y'all. <laughs> it's like, rah,
1: you, you can actually hear me in the picture. So there you go. <laughs> That'll do it. All right, then. Well, if you aren't there, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out some of our other podcasts. We got a whole bunch out there. And there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work.
0: Yep, and if you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, drop it below. Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter or check out Brad's Instagram. Uh, yeah. Until next time, maybe steer clear of those rabbits. Brad not. That's it for this episode. Head on over to PureFandom.com for more awesome content.